freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Welcome to our number two of episode 103 of Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. Well, our theme today is constitutional malpractice. So what do I mean by that? As I was prepping for today's show, I was thinking over all the possible topics that we could discuss and constitutional malpractice kept coming to mind. These terrible murders of innocent people on a high school campus in Florida have ignited a flame in this country and that flame is fueled by grief and anger and politics. The messages of these politicians are ban this, limit that, trample the Constitution, and we will all live in a better place. As I watch and listen to the calculated political rhetoric, it is heartbreakingly and misleadingly channeling the passions of traumatized people who are understandably just wanting to stop hurting and grieving. And all I can think of is malpractice because if someone goes to a doctor with a pain and doesn't even allow for any sort of tests or treatments, but just, you know, starts yelling at the doctor, give me chemotherapy, right? And the doctor just complies with that. If that doctor just follows what the patient wants rather than what his training and wisdom has taught him or her, we would call that malpractice. And yet, malpractice is exactly what many in our country are demanding our lawmakers commit by writing laws that weaken and wither the entire body, so like chemotherapy, while doing nothing to stop the malignancy of sickness and evil that causes people to inflict harm on one another. Well, our first guest this hour is Kevin Dixie of No Other Choice Firearms Training, and we think that Kevin has the prescription, see what I did there, for what ails this nation, and it's called Aiming for the Truth, Citing in on the Real Issues. It's a six-spoked approach to healing families, neighborhoods, and communities. Are you with us, Kevin? I am with you. How are you doing, Cheryl? Awesome. So excited to have you on. I think you and I have only done a video interview together. So um, I'm excited to bring you on to the show today. And it's such an important time with such an important topic. I mean, you teach firearms training. That's awesome. That's amazing. But when we look at what is going to have reverberating uh, benefits in the future for uh, future generations, I think this aiming at the truth that you've got going on is really uh, something that, that too many people just overlook, you know, because there isn't a magic bullet. It, t- it causes us to put in a little bit of work. It does, indeed. It is the, the true bipartisan effort that should be really supported, if, if there is one. Mm-hmm. 
and I, I believe I mean for the truth is exactly as you as you said. I believe it is the it's the it's the proper medication for the the ills of our country right now. Mm-hmm. So tell us uh, when I say it's a six spoke approach. Tell us a little bit about each of those spokes and and how you address it and how you organize this this effort. Okay, so aiming for the truth is doing just that. It's aiming for the truth around violence. What is causing people to resort to violent acts? Um, and so what I wanted to do is bring a lot of different things I was, I've been doing around communities for years now and put them all under one roof, under one program. And so we want to get to the root causes. We want to pull violence up by its roots and really kill it at the source. So the first thing we do is we, we, you know, we gather people, we get them in a room, and we start helping them out with resources and subject matter experts in all the areas I'm about to mention. And so the first thing we start with is mental health. We talk about what mental health is and how when you – address it or don't address it properly, how we can lead to all kind of chaos in someone's life. And that includes sometimes violence. What can we do to help you out? So, um, and what does it mean? A lot of people don't want to address it. They're embarrassed by it. So even in there, I get my personal testimony at the events. I get my personal testimony of overcoming depression. And mm-hmm. that, that opens up and let people know, you know what? I am human. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if he can, why can't I at least go talk to one person about it and get help? Mm-hmm. Um, so we want to deal with that. That way people don't get out and do psychotic things like the, the Parkland, uh, Florida shooter. Um, and then we want to help people. Oop, you're cutting out a little people... bit. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I, am I there? You're there now, yes. Second okay. point? And then we move on to uh, economic status. What, what are your finances looking like? Uh, because if someone can't feed their children, if they don't have residency, if they don't have a way to work, that leads to, that's the domino effect. That leads to all type of things. And when it hits desperation, rock bottom, then all of a sudden you have people that are literally trying to eat that go out and do malice things to other people that they perceive as doing better. And that's how you get your robberies and your, your crimes like that. So mm-hmm. how can we help you out with your economic status as far as helping you become employed, mm. um, helping you get job skills? helping you go through market interviews, and then getting you hired on the spot at the event. Let's get some employers in there, and let's see if we can get you hired on the spot. Because if we can get you moving and get your finances uh, managed and get you employed and get you those skills, then that's something that's going to carry with you. So you don't have to something you don't have to resort to. I, I am sitting um, here giving you thumbs up. I'm so excited about this. <laughs> it's just, it's so needed, and it's so well thought out because you're you're just going step by step. What's What's wrong? What's the solution? Hey, let me connect you with some people that can help you with that, which isn't a handout. It's a job application. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Exactly. So what's the next spoke? Uh, and then we move on to family structure. Let's talk about families. You know, that's the cornerstone of society. What's, and what's happened to the, the, the family structure, if you will, in the last, you know, uh, two, three decades? I mean, it, it's went to nil. It, it's, it's kind of foreign to see now, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying it needs to be the typical family structure. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying there needs to be some structure. Mm-hmm. So what can we do to help that out? And a big responsibility, and this might be a bit personal to me, but a, a big responsibility are on dads and fathers. Yes. Now, everybody plays the part, but it's, it, I hold that personal that a man should be around to uh, guide his family. So what can we do with the dads in particular? What skill sets can we give you? So I ran um, – uh, NFL program called All Pro Dad for a couple of years, uh, select communities. And what that program did was it allowed me to get fathers and get their kids at school and help the fathers with their children learn how to rebuild relationships. Hmm. 
how can you take $5, literally, 2 or $3, and entertain your child for an entire day? What do your kids need to hear? Matter of fact, let's hear from the children. Tell your dad what you need from him. And it was heartbreaking. We had tears, but we had relationships before them. Dads became more involved with their children. I took that program, put my own spin to it, and just kept it rolling. So now fathers can get information about how can I connect with the children and also through our uh, social services assistance that we have come in, how can I build a better relationship with their mom? Whether I'm married, you know, not married, just had children on the way, whatever the case may be, that's not important. But how can I communicate better with the person I started a family with? Um, and then we move on to the development of your child. Uh, are they in a good school? Are you, do you think that your child's getting the right education? Well, let's bring in some different resources. Maybe it's tutoring. Maybe, maybe it's a charter school district that offers free services. Let's introduce you to some different services where still your children are not being educated properly. Let's get you somewhere differently where they can, their minds can be developed. And let's get you involved. That's part of that back to that family development as well. Let's get those dads buildings let's get you involved with your children because if you have a close relationship with your children if you love them and you're you're encouraged with their development you have less time for foolishness you just really do that is so true and just even connecting with other people that can act as mentors and that sounds like a big fancy word but it really isn't it's just like well i know how to you know uh, build something and Mm-hmm. And the other person maybe knows how to, you know, cook really well or something. So let's mentor each other's children. You take mine for a couple of hours, right, this weekend. I'll take yours for a couple hours the next weekend. And we're building into, we're forming networks and and really building these bonds, right? Absolutely. And so what is your next spoke? Uh, then we talk about training and safety. So we talk about training your children to a, be aware, kind of, uh, and families, I should just say families in general, how to, you know, have a little situational awareness, nothing where you need to worry about being paranoid when you leave home, but things you should be looking out for. Um, and then let's talk to your children in particular, along with the parents about being safe in general and also firearm safety. Mm-hmm. We, you know, and a lot of people, this is where it gets a little touchy because I tell people that obviously any honest red blooded American is, is able to come to these events. But we also invite someone with a criminal past, felons, misdemeanor, whatever. You can come as well because you might not be able to own a gun. But if I can help you deal with your mental illness, help you get a job, help you become uh, bonded with your children and help you understand how to keep your kids safe around guns, because they maybe you can't own a gun. But when your kid goes somewhere, they might run into one. So let's educate the entire family on safety. So uh, that's where the safety component is important. You know, let's make sure when kids see guns. We can reduce these accidents that they know, hey, don't touch. Um, if somebody leaves a gun out or if somebody is running from the police or some crazy story and they drop a gun in the playground or whatever, if your child sees it, they know immediately what to do. So let's get them educated on that. Absolutely. And we are running out of time, but I definitely want you to touch on that six spoke and then also tell folks how they can bring this to a community near them. Oh, absolutely. So the last one uh, that we touch on is... Uh, gun control and a history. So we just, after we have got you invested into your life, let's show you how to protect that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so we talk about the history of gun control and why you should raise an eyebrow against it, why you should be looking further into it and what it's done to develop us, including some of the, the things that we're talking about in the other spokes and how those things play a part in it. So we want to bring out the truth. It's not about persuasion. It's about simply exposing the truth. No bias, no agenda, no politics, just the truth about it. 
Um, and we let people come to their own conclusions, which I can, <laughs> uh, if I had another 30 minutes, I can tell you about those conclusions. Absolutely. And, we'll have to bring you back on. Yeah. And as far as bringing the event to a, a city near you, near you or your town, all you have to do is reach out, uh, reach out to us at uh, NOC, for no other choice, NOCCCW at gmail.com. Uh, that's NOCCCW at gmail.com. Or give us a call at area code 314-699-4466. And you can set up an Aiming for the Truth event in your town. It is not difficult, really. You start with two things. We need a location, and I just need some commitment, and we make it happen. It's very easy to do. Uh, you make the phone call. We get a location in your town, and we make it happen. I love it. And we are going to make that phone call and bring you to our location and make that happen in our town out here at AZ Firearms as soon as we can get your calendar and my calendar lined up because I truly believe, I really, with every ounce of my being, believe that this is the the good medicine. This is the prescription uh, to help start healing what ails our families, what ails our communities, what ails our states, um, and what ails our nation. So, Kevin, thank you so much for taking the time and talking to us about this, and we will definitely be having you back on soon. Okay, I appreciate you so much. You guys have a great day. Pleasure as always. You too. God bless. All right, Kevin Dixie of No Other Choice Firearms Training. That was aiming for the truth. Check that out. Email him at nocccw at gmail.com and bring that program to a town near you. All right, we've got to run to break and then stick around because we've got Dan Waz. Now, Dan is the author of Good Gun, Bad Guy, two editions of that book, talking about exposing the lies behind the anti-gun radical narrative. So stick around. Lots to talk about. When you're working hard to beat debt, you've got to think of creative ways to get your income up. Here's an idea. Sell some stuff at auction. Start with locally owned and operated potofgoldestate.com. The owners, Dan and Cheryl Todd, have over 60 years of combined experience in selling antiques, collectibles, guns, coins, and jewelry. And over their many years in business, they've earned the trust of thousands of people just like you. Whether you're saving for a rainy day emergency fund or paying down debt, let potofgoldestate.com help you get the extra cash you need. Potofgoldestate.com will purchase your items outright, or you can consign them to their twice-a-month online auction. Pot of Gold's nationwide online auction is a great place to get top dollar for your collectibles. They specialize in everything from antiques, coins, high-end collectibles, to cars, boats, guns, and more. Get started today at potofgoldestate.com, or visit them off I-10 and Dysart Road in Historic Avondale for some live auction action. For more information, visit potofgoldestate.com. That's potofgoldestate.com. Hey ladies, Cheryl Todd here from azfirearms.com. Many of us ladies are taking the important step of becoming responsibly armed, but it can be an intimidating process. And with all the politics swirling, a first-time gun buyer, whether a guy or a lady, might feel uncertain about where to begin and who to trust. At azfirearms.com, we are a small, friendly, family-owned shop that specializes in first-time gun buyers. We are staffed with knowledgeable people who are ready to help answer all of your questions. My husband 
husband Dan and I pride ourselves on having a safe, no-pressure environment. Once you have decided on a purchase, azfirearms.com partners with professional firearms instructors who will train you to become a responsible, safe, prepared, and proficient gun owner. So ladies and gents, when you are looking for personalized service and a huge selection, come to azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road or visit us on the web at azfirearms.com. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona, and we are glad you're here with us today. If you've missed any portion of this show, please go to gunfreedomradio.com, click the On Demands tab, and on demand tab and you will get uh, an entire list of all of our shows this is number 103 so you could just binge listen through you know your next long drive or the next long weekend or something like that we really don't uh, hate it when people binge listen Uh, our theme today is constitutional malpractice and our next guest is Dan Waz. He's the author of Good Gun, Bad Guy, Behind the Lies of the Anti-Gun Radical, the book that destroys the anti-gun left and exposes all of their lies and propaganda. And he recently published a second book. Dan also writes for American Military News and does speaking events across the country in support of our Second Amendment rights. Dan, we are excited to have you. Are you there? Hey, Cheryl and Dan, I'm always uh, happy to be on your show. Thanks for having me. Welcome. It's been a while. Yeah. Yes, it has. Absolutely. So we figured you are just such a perfect person for us to talk to when we are in a, a place right now where there's just all this misdirected anger. There's the, this narrative going on out there that is just filled with misinformation, disinformation, flat-out lies. And it's not everybody on the left. It's not every Democrat. But there is this group, like you say in your, your, the lead-in for your book, the anti-gun, the anti-rights left. And you've, you've admitted before you used to stand on that side of the, the line, right? Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm not proud of it, but it was what brought me to where I am. So had I not been through that experience, um, I wouldn't have such a clear view of what's going on over there. You know, I was uh, I was uh, surround I was around guns when I was a kid, so I wasn't I I didn't have uh, uh, that fear of guns. I was I was familiar with them. We went hunting and target shooting and stuff, but I got involved with the anti-gun. Uh, crowd and mm-hmm. that propaganda gets in it seeps in mm-hmm. and um, you tend to um, you tend to adapt to your environment and unfortunately I was in the wrong environment um, but eventually I uh, I became an adult and I, <laughs> I started to see things with logic and uh, plus I had a situation in my life that kind of snapped me uh, out of that uh, illogical fearful uh, state of mind and it put me in a place where I recognized the importance of being able to defend yourself and your family. And um, I, I, as I started to research, I started to really um, see what, 
all the all the misleading tactics and uh, and uh, false information that's fed to people on the left um, to get them to think uh, badly about guns and gun owners. Well, this makes you such a powerful interpreter for us um, because we're actually seeing people on the right who are nibbling at this poisonous fruit and drinking of this tainted Kool-Aid. And it's those same messages that's hitting us in our guilt buttons, right? And, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, it, it kind of sounds like logic, you know, because it's this common sense in air quotes. And it really does start, like you said, it seeps in. And so you've already been there, fought your way out. And we really appreciate you um, helping to kind of break it down a little bit. Now, I've, I've seen you write um, and heard you talk about some anti-rights policies that you say are just flat out dangerous. So if we could, you know, help reframe that for people to say that, yeah, there's danger out there, but here's where the danger is, not in this inanimate object called an AR-15, right? Yeah, the real danger is in the way people are being convinced that guns are dangerous and it, and it's a good thing to denounce them. This is to you know it, it it's sometimes hard to understand how people who live among us, who are citizens of the of the United States and call themselves Americans, how they could argue to ban the one thing that gives us control of our destinies and our freedom. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really astonishing to watch people do this. It's they're they're fighting against themselves and their own freedom. Um, but when you when you look at it and you start to examine how it happens, which is what I did and which is what I've devoted the last out of five years um, of research to do, is to try to understand what's going on in their minds. And what happens is it starts from a political place. It starts from a left versus right. Uh, struggle in our in our politics in our world of, of US politics and then those people who have control of the narrative will try to convince people um, who aren't paying attention who don't critically think this stuff through mm. that they should they should uh, kind of go against the one thing that keeps us free the one thing that gives us power and strength in this in this country the one thing that that makes this um, a country that's, um, that's uh, by the people, you know, mm. where the rules are made by the people and not some dictatorship. But these people want to actually give that up. Well, and that's a scary thought. It is a scary thought. And it's so, I mean, the logic t- train just jumps its tracks every five seconds when I try to really follow what uh, some of the people on the media that are, you know, the commentators or the people they they interview, you know, so it's like, all right, so Donald Trump is like the scariest thing that's ever happened to all of life. And so this is the exact moment in time to, you know, disarm all normal, you know, citizens and give more and more and more power to who? Oh, wait, Donald Trump and the politicians in the swamp. Like, what? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, well, there's there's all sorts of hypocrisy going on there. Yeah. You know, and... Yeah, yeah, but you have to, I think you have to really understand that this is not about guns. It's not about, um, it's not about any policy, really. It's about, it's a team sport, and it's a blood sport. Mm -hmm. And when you get right down to it, it's 
the the liberal left trying to subvert um, traditional American values and trying to turn this country into something that it's it was never intended to be. This is why our forefathers were were uh, responsible for that Bill of Rights. That Bill of Rights was to protect people from uh, dangerous policies. And, and all the policies that I see the liberal left trying to put in place are dangerous to anything that resembles um, traditional American values. The good stuff. This is the stuff that conservatives want. We want our, our freedoms. We want to be able to protect ourselves and our families. We want capitalism where people will work provide value and service, and in exchange, get an equal value exchange, a monetary exchange. We want the good things that we've always known to be good and, and bring us the, the American dream. But it would seem that the left wants exactly the opposite. They want government control, and they want to destroy all those wonderful things that we have come to know, to know as um, the American dream. Well, I know that you dive deep into these things in both of your books, and so we've got to run, but I definitely want you to let people know how they can get both Good Gun, Bad Guy. First edition is Behind the Lies of the Anti-Gun Radical, and Good Gun, Bad Guy 2, Destroying the Anti-Gun Narrative. How do folks reach out to you, follow you and the work you do, and buy those books? Well, um, the easiest way to get the book is goodgunbadguy.net or goodgunbadguy.com. There's also a media page at goodgunbadguy.net where there's tons of interviews where I talk about all these things, all the the topics related to the gun conversation. Uh, You can follow me on Facebook. My name is Dan Wass, and it's spelled D-A-N. Last name is W-O-S, as in Sam. And, um, or they can follow me on Twitter. Absolutely. And on our, our gunfreedomradio.com page, there is a guest tab as well as an on-demand tab. And uh, you have your own guest page on there with links to all of that. So if somebody didn't have a thank pen you. in hand, they can just definitely go there and follow all that you do. Dan, thank you so much for all the work that you do, for the care that you've put into critically thinking and becoming our interpreter to help us kind of break down some of the the mysticism and the myths that are being perpetrated out there like truth. Oh, you're welcome. And thank you, guys. You're doing a fantastic job as well. Thank you. Much appreciated. Thank Thank you you so much. much. All right, Dan, we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, stick around because Greg Hopkins is waiting in the queue. And Greg is the author of A Time to Kill, The Myth of Christian Pacifism. And we're going to be talking to Greg about anger. Hmm, interesting. Stick around. Hey everybody, this is Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan, world champion gunslinger and Hollywood gun coach. In the Westerns, there's always a good guy and a bad guy, and sometimes the ugly guy. And I always root for the good guy, which is why I'm here to tell you about the good folks over at azfirearms.com. They are straight shooters and always give you the best deal in town. azfirearms.com is the biggest little gun shop in Arizona and have something for every single gun enthusiast. Long guns, pistols, hunting, 
military, law enforcement, home protection, you name it. And when you've got some guns to sell or trade in and trade up, azfirearms.com are the folks to see. Geez, they bought a cannon once. They are family-owned and operated, friendly staff, courteous, totally reliable. azfirearms.com will give you the best value for your used guns. So stop in, see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd at azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road and tell them Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan sent you. Don Collier here, letting you know that you won't get fool's gold at Potty Gold Auction. They're the genuine article. Potty Gold Auctions off guns, coins, jewelry, and antiques of every kind. Stop in and see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd in Avondale, Arizona for some live auction action. Or check them out on the web at pottygoldestate.com. The Second Amendment Foundation is the organization that protects our right to keep and bear arms. They defend our rights in courts from coast to coast. Now they need our help. Go to saf.org and join the Second Amendment Foundation today. Dedicated to promoting a better understanding of our constitutional heritage to privately own and possess firearms. Support those who support our Second Amendment rights today. That's saf.org. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are brought to you by azfirearms.com, your nationwide hometown gun shop. Well, we've been talking today about what ails our country. We've been talking about how I think that this, this screaming and yelling for, you know, just do something uh, and then the lawmakers just doing something is akin to malpractice. And I've also been talking about how those of us who are lovers of our Constitution, lovers of our rights, protectors of those things, there's all this misdirected anger at us. And we, as firearms owners, train all the time for conflict de-escalation. Right. And we try to carry ourselves in such a way that we are overly courteous to others in traffic, in the grocery stores, everything else. And so now that we're in this time of grieving right along with everyone else, we we like we don't know how to express our anger. And we have anger that there's an entire industry of people that teach and train for how to to protect life to have good situational awareness, to, to train for armed and unarmed defensive maneuvers. And we are the ones that are being, you know, that all the vitriol is directed at right now and being shouted down and kept out of the very conversation that we should have our wisdom tapped for. So, yes, we're angry, but we don't know what to do about that and how to express it properly. And so I want to talk with Greg Hopkins, who's waiting on the line, He's the author of A Time to Kill, The Myth of Christian Pacifism. So in talking about anger, Greg, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Cheryl. It's a great day. Uh, Hello to all their audience. Oh, absolutely. I'm so excited that you were able to come on. The people who value our civil rights automatically when these things happen, when these crazy, evil, deranged people do crazy, evil, deranged things, the people that value our civil rights, somehow we're put in this defensive posture, and we don't know how to get out of that, right? We're just trying to explain why we believe what we believe, and 
I, I think that that's such a limited part of what we're really feeling. And I think we do get to be angry, just like the people you see on TV waving their fingers, red-faced, you know, yelling at us that we're part of the problem. What, what can you, you know, teach us about anger and, and how to properly use it? Well, you're right. It's the, the left, from the time that uh, communism was invented, has been a uh, has had a mood of outrage about them, mm-hmm. and it's they're steeped in anger actually. And you know, I, I'm surprised more of them aren't found in rigor mortis pointing <laughs> at burnt toast. You know, they're <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, but but um, if uh, anyone that stands in their way, especially gets their ire, because you see, they believe in government as God. And that if government just has the right people in charge, they can tweak humanity to the point where we will all live in a paradise, which is ridiculous. You mm-hmm. know, our founders knew that mankind is fallen, and therefore we can't we can have a good life here, especially if we're with Jesus. But but uh, we certainly cannot. They were under no illusions of producing a paradise. These people are, and so. When they spew this hate, what happens is they catch the people who are on the fringe of sanity, like the guy that uh, shot the Republican congressman Mm -hmm. uh, back last year. Mm -hmm. Uh, They trigger these people, and they think of everything as a crisis. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, what is global warming or abortion? Everything's got to be solved right now, you know, mm-hmm. and um, so, to create their heaven on earth. And so all of those things are the things we must stay away from uh, because the people that we're, we're not going to convert that 29% of Americans who are bought and sold liberals, socialists, progressives communists, fascists, whatever they are. Mm -hmm. We're never going to convince them. But there is a majority of people in this country who are on the fence about this. And Mm -hmm. how they see us perform is is whether they are going to uh, respond positively to our message. And it's those people we need to keep in mind. So the, the first thing is, you know, how do we godly express anger? Mm. You know, what's a godly way to do that? Well, um, the Bible is, is uh, it actually has a lot to, lot to say on it. And it's, uh, but we're afraid to express anger uh, because uh, James tells us in James chapter 1, verses 19 and 20, that the anger of man does not accomplish the will of God. Why? Well, because I've got a personal agenda. You know, I want to be you, Cheryl. I, I want to be, you know, prove to you that I'm better than you. Mm-hmm. And we need to stay away from that kind of anger uh, that gets us off the subject mm-hmm. and on to personalities and so on. We, we need to be, you know, get away from self-righteousness uh like in the Mississippi School Revival, we don't want to be Sister Bertha better than you, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I know a few of those. (laughs) And and that makes us, um, you know, reason and argue, you know, simply to win the argument at all costs. And then we lose the uncommitted people in the audience by, well, I told him, but everybody thinks you're a jerk. Right. Then, you know, nobody's going, well, I don't want to be an extra jerk. It's a, well, the, the leftist was a jerk too. Well, yeah, but that's his job, you know. <laughs> that's just how they are. Yeah, and everybody yeah, gives them a yeah. pass. Yeah. So, when, when, what we should be angry at is 
sin, and that includes a, a hypocritical media. Jesus was angry with the Pharisees for being hypocritical, you mm-hmm. know, and he, and of course, he was angry at them for misrepresenting God. That's why he cleared the temple two times. Well, I can't go. We don't have time to go into it now. But they were running a big fraud scam, and it was in the part of the temple was the temple of the Gentiles. So you have the people that maybe want to come to God who are not believers yet, are not Jews yet, but they're sitting there cheating people on the outside there of the temple and ruining the, any witness that they would have. That's what we have to be, um, you know. And he also got mad at them. Uh, attributing God's miracles to the devil. So mm. so in Ephesians 4.25, it says, therefore, laying aside all falsehood, which is what the left uses, that's mm-hmm. their primary attack, speak truth, each one of you, with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Uh, so, uh, in other words, facts, facts, facts. The, the other day I was on a radio program last week, and someone said, well, we had someone called and said, a gun in your home, you're four times four times more likely to be hurt by that gun than, uh, you know, than if you, than shooting a burglar. And, and I was ready for it. We should all be, because those are two debunked studies, one from 1969 and the other one from the 1990s. And they've been debunked a hundred times. And they leave out, and this is all we have to explain. Folks, here's how dishonest these people are. They leave out whether in the homes there are known criminals, people with criminal records, drug addicts or alcohol addicts, and they take the suicides out of it, okay? Mm-hmm. When you take that out, then you are eight times more likely to kill a burglar than for you to be killed by your own gun in your own home. And that's what people need to know. They mm-hmm. need to see us giving facts to refute the falsehoods. Mm-hmm. And, and But we need to call a lie a lie as well. You know, and, and uh, you know, there's, uh, you know, uh, so many children are killed by guns every day. And, okay, how do you, are you defining children? Well, well, mothers against, uh, you know, mothers demand whatever. Right. Yeah, they, they say it's children. I said, yeah, but do you understand? They say children is anyone up to 21 years of age. So now is a gangbanger, an 18-year-old gangbanger, is he a, an adult in his state for every other purposes, criminal and civil? Can he sign contracts? Can he get married? Can he buy a car and get credit? Uh, and, but he's a kid? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. They are manipulating words, and words mean things. So we need to call out liars when they're lying. And in verse 26 of the Ephesians chapter 4, it says, it says, Be angry and yet do not sin. Do not do not let the the sun go down on your anger, and when this is what Jesus is talking about for your listeners, y'all go and look up uh, uh, Matthew chapter five, you know the Sermon on the Mount, mm-hmm. and look at verse twenty one down to verse twenty six, and when Jesus is talking about hating your brother makes you a murderer, he's talking about the condition of the hater's heart, mm-hmm. and it it uh, uh, when you call him a fool, then uh, or a moron, you're attacking his integrity, mm. and the uh, and then it gets to the point where it says you'll be in danger of hell if you call him a fool. Well, it's because there is a Jesus. The Greek words there describe a constantly growing anger, a grudge. Mm-hmm. You see, mm-hmm. and so and, and so when Paul tells us be angry and sin not, be angry at at lies. 
be angry at sin, but don't be angry at the person. The person you're talking to, unless they're a member of the media or or a politician, the, most of them are sincerely deluded. They're mm-hmm. people of goodwill, but they have been deluded by people. Now, when, when you come up against a Chuck Schumer, then it's okay to present a fact and say, no, sir, excuse me, but are, are you just abysmally stupid or are you a liar? <laughs> You know, that there's only... you got to kind of shake him out of his facts, rhetoric, right? Yeah. You know, when you're talking to Pierce Morgan, I mean, people have told that boy the facts so many times that that uh, it's ridiculous. You know, mm-hmm. there at some point, uh, it's you're a flat earther, yes. and that's all there is to it. Yes. And if you maintain that against the evidence, well, you're just a propagandist. Right. And so, but, but remember, most of the people that you talk to at lunch at the office... I mean, we're all traumatized by these uh, uh, school massacres and stuff. It's a, but but the thing is, what do we do? And like you said, oh, we got to do something. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. When your ship hits the iceberg, it's not the time to you know start pouring water into the ship. You know, it's uh, exactly. And, you you address so, what really happened and how to fix and repair what right. really happened. Um, we've got. We're already out of time, and we've got to run, Greg. But I want to give you a second to tell folks how they can find out more about you, follow the okay. work you do, and also to buy your book, which is excellent. It's called A Time okay. to Kill, The Myth of Christian Pacifism. Oh, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. It's on Amazon. It's also in the Kindle format there. If you want it in the e-reader format, go to Barnes & Noble's website on e- or e-books, and you can get it there. Any bookstore can order it for you, but you'll probably get a good discount from Amazon. And thank you so much for for uh, having me. And uh, I also I, I do expert witnessing uh, on firearms and self-defense cases. I'm a recovering lawyer. <laughs> and... Um, the uh, and I also teach uh, uh, concealed carry holders here in Alabama uh, a class on concealed carry, uh, and I teach armed church security teams, both the uh, the the Bible and self defense, and then I have a seven hour class on the use of legal use of force in Alabama. Uh, so if anyone wants to get with me, it's uh, lowercase Hopkins underscore Greg at comcast.net or you can get me on my Facebook pages. I have an author page and just a regular old me page. So uh, I'd love to hear from any of you and uh, answer any of your questions and uh, anyone that's out there that's working for the gun community, God bless you. Mm. And uh, and just understand we need is uh, again, Ephesians says in verses 14-15, speak the truth in love. It will try to convince people instead of just winning an argument. Wow. And the greatest of these is love, right? Amen. All right. Well, thank you so much, Greg. Really appreciate it. God bless you and all that you do. God bless you all, too. Have a great day. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, stick around because right on the other side of these commercials is the responsibly armed citizen report. Don't want to miss it.
And we're back with Cheryl Todd talking about the huge gun buying event at azfirearms.com. Oh, AZ, I get it, as in Arizona. Yes, but... Oh, or AZ, as in everything from A to Z. Well, yes, that too. But what I'm telling everybody about is that azfirearms.com is having a huge gun buying event to buy your old firearms all across Arizona and everything from A to Z. That's great news. See, my grandpa left me an old shotgun and it's just sitting on a closet shelf at home. So I can bring that into azfirearms.com and sell my gun. Absolutely. azfirearms.com buys, sells, trades, and even consigns your old firearms. Any vintage, any style, military, long guns, handguns, hunting, or home protection. Single items or entire collections. We offer the highest value for your used firearms in a safe and friendly environment, staffed by knowledgeable people. azfirearms.com is Knolltown Avondale off I-10 and Dysart Road. Come on down to the huge gun buying event every day through the end of the month at the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. And for all your firearm and ammo needs, visit azfirearms.com. Come listen to the Self-Defense Gun Stories podcast. Hear about armed civilians protecting people they love. Were they lucky or were they prepared? Come listen and learn at selfdefensegunstories.com. For straight shooting, look to the biggest little gun shop in the West, azfirearms.com, where they have everything you need to be a safe and responsible gun owner. Huge selection and a friendly and knowledgeable staff. They're my nationwide hometown gun shop, and you should make it yours, too. And when you go, tell them old Don Collier sent you. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are brought to you by azfirearms.com, your nationwide hometown gun shop. Well, Dan... This is one of my favorite times of every show that we do. What is that? What is that? You know what it is. It's the Responsibly Armed Citizen Report. Fights a never-ending battle for truth, justice, and the American way. Oh, that. Oh, that, yeah. Uh, Responsibly Armed Citizens use guns two and a half million times a year for self Defense. Why do we never hear that number, right? Two and a half million times every 12 months, responsibly armed citizens use guns for self-defense to save lives. And 200,000 times a year, a woman prevents a sexual assault. Why? How? Because she was armed. Somehow we never hear these stories on the network news, and we are proud to bring them to you here on Gun Freedom Radio. So today's story is another example, another one for the people in our lives who, you know, they, they, they make this face, right? They kind of scrinkle up their nose a little bit, right? And then they use this certain tone in their voice. It's, it's this kind of a mix of condescension and pity because we are so simple-minded and they tell us, you know, if there's something bad that happens, just call the police, right? Just call the police, and everything will be fine. That's what goes on in their minds. And don't we wish that it was just that simple? Don't we wish, doesn't every law enforcement officer out there wish that they could be there to stop every crime? But they can't. There's not enough of them. It takes time to pick up the phone and call. It takes time for the dispatcher to reach out to them and for them to get to the place that danger is striking. And danger Danger's pretty smart. He and she has figured out 
that surprise is a pretty potent uh, weapon of its own. So danger doesn't give us time on purpose because in that instant, in that rush, in that flurry of danger attacking us, that is designed to catch us off guard. It's what danger gives danger the upper hand. And danger would have had the upper hand against a woman in Illinois recently who was being attacked at knife point. A neighbor who heard this woman's screams came to her aid carrying, what was this person carrying, a phone calling 911? Well, that was already taken care of. What this person was carrying was an AR-15. <gasps> I know, gasp. A real one? A gasp falls across the crowd. The good guy in this scene had the option of grabbing any of his firearms, but he specifically chose the AR as much to get danger's attention as for its effectiveness as a tool of defense. In this instance, danger instantly stopped his attack at the mere sight of the AR without a shot fired. The sight of an AR stopped danger in his tracks because it was in the hands of a responsibly armed citizen. A man armed with an AR-15 rifle stopped an attack by one of his neighbors and held him until police got there. It happened yesterday in an apartment building on Harbor Drive in Oswego Township. Police say it all began when someone with a knife attacked another person during an argument. A neighbor, Dave Thomas, who witnessed the attack, went into his home, got his rifle, and ordered the suspect to stop. Poked my head out the door. There was a pool of blood. Blood was everywhere in the hall. Uh, there was still a confrontation going on between, uh, there was actually about three or four people involved at this point. Uh, so I, I ran back into the home, into my house, and uh, grabbed my AR-15. Uh, grabbed the AR-15 over my handgun, just a uh, bigger gun, I think a little bit more of the intimidation factor, uh, definitely played a part in him actually stopping. The suspect was able to get away briefly before he was captured by police. The stabbing victim was taken to the hospital. No word on that person's condition. Police say Thomas has a valid firearm owner's identification card and has a concealed carry permit. Wow, that was an AR-15? <laughs> yes, it was an AR-15. But I thought those were bad. Right? Apparently not. Apparently it's not the tool, but in that case... He chose, he was so smart with how he did it because he's already assessed, I'm in an apartment building, right? So that's where they have basically people's homes piled up next to each other on top of right. each other, that sort of thing. So he's thinking about, you know, penetration of projectiles and that sort of thing. There's a group of people that have formed out there in the, the altercation. He doesn't know exactly, is he now going to be rushed? Right. You know, so how many bullets does he need? You know, he's in a state where I don't know if they've got um, limitations to how many they can have in their uh, magazines or not. Uh, but he just chose really well. He was very smart in how he took care of that. And that's one of the things that even in that figure that I said, that two and a half million times a year that people, you know, save a life uh, with a gun, that doesn't even count the times that all the, all the bad guy had to do was see that there was an armed citizen and it stopped you brought a point up. I was I was listening to this, and you know, you, every show you say 2.5 million times a year for self-defense and 200,000 times a year for a woman uh, to prevent a sexual assault. Mm -hmm. So I kind of broke that down. Did you? Yes. 
That's 6,800 per day. Wow. Okay. Or if you look at it, if you want to make it closer to home, 136 per day in each state. Nice. So every state has 136 times per day that they stopped a crime by using a firearm. And they put it in the news when? Never. But then here's even scarier for the women out there. Hmm. 547 sexual assaults are stopped with a gun per day mm-hmm. nationwide or 10 per day in, a st- in your in state, each state, average state. So think about that. Unless mm. one state's getting it all, yeah, then it is close. That's close to home. Yeah, it really is. It is. It's Why wouldn't we be helping our daughters, our granddaughters, our wives, our moms, our grandmas? Why wouldn't we be encouraging them to do whatever it takes, train for whatever they might encounter, whether it's armed or unarmed uh, defensive maneuvers? Because when you think 2.5 million. A year, it's not. It's a big number, but it's not home, mm-hmm. not close to home. But when you start looking at it like this, it's scary because then you could go counties. Mm-hmm. How many counties are in Arizona? Well, you know that's going to cover one per day in a, in every county. Wow. So it's it's scary. It's very scary, and so and I, I don't know. It just it just kind and of and it's a little it less scary <laughs> when. You get to, like I say here in Arizona, we get to be treated like adults, which is right. a, a really bad way of saying that we have fought for, we continue to fight for our civil rights, our civil liberties, our constitutional rights to um, protect ourselves in any way we see necessary. So before we have to run away, one more time, we yes. have got to talk about this great event coming up at AZ Firearms. March 17th from 10 to 5 o'clock. AZFirearms.com at 215 East Western Avenue in Avondale is going to have a Glock Day event. That means that you can bring your Glock in, have it checked out, certified by one of our armors on site. They'll look your gun over, replace any parts that are worn, and make sure that it's functioning properly. Um, We can also change the sights on your gun to night sights. Uh, We do charge for that, but it's very minimal. There's no labor charges. We just charge you for the sights. We've got free range bags with every Glock purchase, and you can enter to win a free Glock. You don't have to be there to win the Glock, but you have to be there to present your tickets, to sign up for your tickets. And whoever wins the Glock will go through the background check, just like everybody else that comes in to purchase a gun. Right, and if it's somebody from out of state, which we welcome people Mm -hmm. to come in, Mm -hmm. we got some cool stuff in our store. And if you want to, I mean, how many stores have every Glock in stock? Mm Mm-hmm. So come in, check it out. If you're from another state, we'll ship the gun to your dealer in your state as long as it's legal and um, transfer it. They can do the transfer work there, but everybody does go through a background check. Awesome. We're going to also be giving away Glock swag. Uh, we've got all kinds of cool things from range bags all the way down. We've got hearing protection from Glock. We've got knives from Glock. We've got all kinds of cool stuff. And that is March 17th from 10 to 5 o'clock at 215 East Western Avondale in Avondale. Very, very cool Glock Day. Check it out. Well, guys, what a great day. What a great show. I've really enjoyed the conversations that we've had. Um, thank you so much to our our crew, our tech crew. Uh, Ed's over there. It's like, you know, his arms are like a blur. He looks like a hummingbird. He's like 
turning knobs and and directing me and he's making phone calls and he's keeping me trying to keep me on time some days Speaking i'm of phone calls i think it's time to uh, be calling your congressman right now mm. and tell him how you feel about the 21 year old proposed uh uh, ban on guns until you're 21 mm-hmm. that you know let them know absolutely do your research then let them know that's all i ask you don't just take for you know just, just swallow whole what we say here don't just swallow whole what cnn says what fox says do your research know what you're talking about and then call your congressperson and if you have questions reach out to us Anytime, talk at gunfreedomradio.com. Send me your emails. I will either answer them the best I can or connect you with somebody that I believe is knowledgeable. So, again, thank you um, to our tech crew, to our listeners. What we do here is only important because you listen. You talk about it around your kitchen tables. Uh, you you share us with your, your neighbors and your friends and your carpool buddies and to all of our guests. You know, that. Our most finite resource is our time. And when our guests and our listeners give us their time, we are so grateful. So thank you so much. And please keep the conversation going because we are listening. And until next time, pray for our nation. Pray for our leaders. All of them? All of them, Dan. Even the ones you don't like. (sighs) Especially the ones you don't like. Be good to each other. Have a great week. And God bless. Our Founding Fathers, here in this country, brought about the only true revolution that has ever taken place in man's history. Every other revolution simply exchanged one set of rulers for another set of rulers. But only here did that little band of men so advanced beyond their time that the world has never seen their like since, evolve the idea that you and I have within ourselves the God-given right and the ability to determine our own destiny. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. (laughs) 